Hello loves, welcome to Pre Tells It All, where I, your host Pre, talks about anything and everything from my life to whatever is happening in the world. This serves as a journal to guide me through my quote-unquote adulthood and help others in the process. I hope you enjoy. So, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Pre Tells It All. I am your host, Bree, and I hope you're having a good day or evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I have some friends here with me once again, if they want to introduce themselves so we could go ahead and get started. Hello, everyone. I'm Uli. Hi, guys. I'm Kiari. Hello, I'm Adiola. Um, hello, I am I am Jari. Um, and yeah, you guys know so <laughs> but um today we're just gonna talk a little bit about adulting. Um I have zero structure for this episode, so we're just gonna see huh. how it goes. Um but as you guys know, or yeah, I'm in college, which means all my friends are basically in college. Um, and we have learned some very, very hard lessons about becoming an adult. So let's talk about it. What What are some things that you guys have been struggling with in the becoming an adult realm? I think for me, um, one of my biggest things is like, I will call my mom for any minor inconvenience and it's like because she states away my parents can't always help me they can't give me the solutions and it's like finding out how to solve things not necessarily by myself but like for myself Mm. especially things like like I'm not living alone but like my dad can't like always come in and kill a spider for me or he can't like tell me like oh this is what's wrong with the sink and here's how you fix it it's kind of like trial and error going to youtube trying to like utilize as many resources that are already there for me to help better myself and it's like i can't keep like obviously there's going to be a time in life where my parents aren't going to be there but like learning that they can still be there but they're not always going to be able to give you the solution and you have to like actively try to find the solution for yourself that's one of my biggest struggles slash finding my way through adulthood Hmm. i definitely i feel like i definitely struggle with that too because i grew up a very dependent child and when I say dependent, I mean like extremely dependent on my parents for everything. I don't, even to this day, I feel like I don't know how to do a lot of stuff just because I always had parents there to help me. So it's definitely an adjustment to try and learn to do things by my own, like myself before I call them, or even if I know I can't call them, it's like, okay, I, I need to learn to do it by myself rather than just going to someone else for help. Um, but yeah, it's a struggle for sure. 
Uh, go ahead, Ayo. Oh, oh, thank you. I would definitely say that um, I just had to, like, had the experience with myself in order to know what to do because my parents aren't always going to be there forever. It's something I, I've figured out, and I don't want that going to stand for help for me because um, what's it going to do? How am I going to say this word? I think I'm better than what they will give me advice for, and I think I'm doing myself. And I realize I, sometimes I do need to ask for help when I realize I can't do myself. But it's, it's always a point where you have to, like, okay, let me lock in, let me do this myself. Yeah. And yeah, I always grew up sheltered in a sense, but I didn't grow up sheltered in a sense. Like, my parents picked and choose what they allowed me to see. And now I'm like getting like the full picture. And yeah, it's, it's tough, but I'm learning to fix it in my way and not the other way. My job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My job is crazy. Now, but okay, I see that. I would say um, the hardest part of adulting, I wouldn't even say it's more of the task or a lot of what you guys are saying. I feel like it's more just the new pressures and the more pressure that's on me. Because at least for me, it's uh, it's a lot more pressure knowing that I'm getting older, I'm becoming an adult. I'll have to take on a lot of more roles within my family and also for younger peers, younger generation, people who might look up to me or come to me for things. I've got to be there and establish myself well enough so that they can rely on me, in my opinion. And also, I have to create my own purpose because, like, in high school and like middle school, all that stuff, we're kids. We don't have much to worry about. We're like, go to school, do this, do that, and that's life. Like now, life is what we make it, and that's something that can be very hard to grasp the gravity of if you're not really actively thinking on it. And that's something I've been doing a lot. Mm. Damn, I didn't even think about that part. I feel like all of our life, we were just told what to do. And now it's like, you sort of have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, because like, when we get out of college and stuff, we completed our, our goal of education and stuff. But then what comes? Do you just want to work forever? That's, that's not very appealing. What else do you have going for you? Or what are you working towards? A family? Things such as that, you know? Yeah. Oh, I definitely agree with Mowali on that one, especially like finding yourself outside of like academics, because once you're done with college, like you're done, then you're out in the real world and you really do have to work on establishing who you are and what you want to do, how you want to be perceived. And then I think it's important to like, like be a role model for younger generations as you were saying like especially growing up in the city that we grew up in our skin color minorities like in every single way it's like we are showing them that you don't have to be like what you see in the community like you can build a name for yourself or like maybe going to college isn't everyone's path but at least like try to aim for it if you want to do something better with yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's important to like, remember like 
people are watching you people are looking up to you so whatever you do as an adult like it will follow you and it will leave a lasting impact not only on you but on other people that look up to you as well that's a different type of pressure to look up to X. Is that a you? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like the pressure of like the aspect of adulting is, you know, I think I agree with what everybody said, either being the task or even, you know, sort of like thinking about, you know, getting older and like, you know, you know, once we graduate, you know, we're it's sort of like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're out here now. <laughs> and the aspect of like that making sure, at least I feel like for all of us, you know, we sort of, as Kiari and Wooly has said, that like, you know, we want to leave that impression, you know, for the people after us, you know, leaving that impression that like, no matter where you came from, no matter your background, no matter what, you know, you can become anything you put your mind to, honestly. And, you know, having, having such, you know, a big view of life like I don't know when becoming an adult you know because even in college I started to realize like I'm still sort of in that sense of like a bubble in in a sense if that makes sense like like I'm with people who most of the time are around my age or something like that who might be two three years you know not much of like a difference like when you go out into the world you know there's people who are going to be very much older than you and even we see it now not like just like either through a job or through professors or through stuff like that but like I don't know like I feel like everybody was like oh okay you go to college and like you really become an adult because you'll see the real world but then I realized that like there's more after college that will really show yeah. you what the real world is and you know I I think the biggest thing I've been trying to do is sort of prepare myself mentally in a sense like that like not everything is always going to go the way you want and that's part of being an adult like being an adult, it's either the, like, it's starting to worry about, like, bills and this and that, like, you know, in that sense, like, I, I've just started to, like, sort of mentally prepare for that and being understanding that, like, you know, I think we've said this before, the world is not going to go our way always, but whatever is thrown at us, we take it and we continue, you know, um, so, yeah, that's, that's the way I'm hoping to approach adulthood for so, yeah. I definitely agree with you. Um, I think a big part, uh, what you were saying about interacting with like people who are much older than us and all of that, is like our network is so small that we don't even realize it. Like I was just talking to <laughs> my internship supervisor the other day and it's like, we're gonna have to interact with people who come from all parts of the world, who are all ages, who are, so much different than us and again I don't think college is even teaching us that because my day-to-day -day is interacting with people my age and it's just I don't know it's just it blows my mind how much we still have to learn but we're learning so much already I don't know but yeah life is life learning is learning. Truly, truly. it's a lot mm -hmm. it's a lot um but um, 
and I was just thinking about this too. Um, y'all know social media. I hate talking about social media because it makes me so mad. But social media is, of course, very dear to our life, especially our generation. But you also see the you see the people on social media who are like our ages and they're doing like a whole bunch of stuff with their lives already or like they they've accomplished a lot of stuff. Do you feel like do you ever compare yourself to them or like do you I don't know, do you, do you just feel that pressure to be like I'm not where I'm supposed to be or I'm not doing as much as I could have been doing? Like how do you how do you process that? How do you deal with it? I I think uh some of them are faking it, like, like because people have found it out to like fake uh, living like a high rise mountain, a high rise um apartment, like, having like Bugattis, Ferrari, fancy cars, and like they're renting it for, like the muse, the perception of them making it. So, so, so I never really like believe some of them, but something like that, I know that oh yeah, they've done it. I'm like oh, I aspire to be like better than them like you know what do you know what i mean like oh they made it already let me make my time worthwhile it'll be better times two of what they're gonna be in like two years or three years if that makes sense yeah when it comes to the aspect of like like compare comparison i feel like when it comes to social media i've never really compared myself if that makes sense like in a sense like I've always seen people who are the same age as us and they're doing like so much and they seem to have so much on their plate, but still like doing amazing. And it's always, rather than comparing, it's always just motivated me. Like I've always seen it and always been like, you know what, like, okay, I just have to work harder to, to accomplish my goals. Cause you know, they might have a different goals for themselves. They're like, okay, at this age, I want to do this. But like, because my goal is so much more long-term when it comes to like, career-wise or when it comes to money-wise or anything like that it's always been that like I just have to work harder to make sure I accomplish that long-term goal and in in that sense still accomplishing my short-term goals that I have for myself either it's through a GPA or it's through a job internship stuff like that it's it's always just it's never been a comparison thing for me but it's always been just sort of like a motivation thing like I don't know I've never seen social media as really as like a a comparison thing for for a while I think it's been since like high school that I've ever really compared myself with somebody through social media and that was just during the time I was just like having being so cautious and stuff like that but I would say now it's more so like a motivation than a comparison if for me at least yeah I agree with Adiola. I feel like once you get to a certain point, like social media is either as toxic as you want it to be, because like you choose who you follow, like your for you page or whatever, um, explorer page is based off the stuff that you like and you interact with. So I'm not going to surround myself with people that I deem as like fake or fronting for social media rather I will follow like people that are in med school and it's not like to compare myself to them but just like to use it as motivation like oh like this black woman goes to this top university like and I eventually want to be a black woman at a top you know medical university so it's like 
I'm going to use that as inspiration because obviously it goes back to what we said earlier about like looking up, like having those people to look up to. And I think if social media wasn't there, like I don't know anyone in my family that's been this far, that made it this far, that's going to go to medical school. So like I wouldn't have that inspiration in front of me if it wasn't for social media. But I can understand how social media can like lead to like people thinking that life is very toxic or very fake or that you have to live this exact way. But I would encourage those people to like follow accounts that make you feel good or make you feel motivated and like make you want to achieve your goals rather than like make you want to focus on like the negative impacts, like unhealthy dieting or like working out to a point where it's like not even making you feel good or that you just want to achieve this type of body or like fast cash almost like all those cash app schemes stuff like it's not really worth it yeah um I think I definitely agree with the two of you um I would say that obviously social media is um it can affect you depending on how you use it um but for me I I don't I don't think it's always just comparison. I think a lot of the times like I do get motivated by seeing what people are doing. But it's just again, it comes down to that pressure that I put on myself sometimes like, okay, yes, I'm happy for that person or I love that that person is doing that. And it's motivated me to do more. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, it's like, why aren't you automatically already doing this or that? Or why aren't you at this level yet? Like, you should be here by now. Or I don't know, it's just unrealistic expectations that I put on myself. Um, but yeah, I, I see how it can work both ways. But yeah, I think just for me, it's it depends on how I'm feeling or what I'm going through at that moment in life. That's also a very good point. (laughs) Especially like comparing your own journeys to other people, like not just like famous people, like people that we graduated with. It's like, oh, you're already doing that? Yeah. (laughs) I can see that. I've been there. I feel like I've never... I don't really care about um, influencers or like celebrities or any of that. Like those people don't matter to me respectfully. But when I see like even in like just my age group and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, in this season right now, like I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do that because I am behind and I need to catch up. But I'm starting to learn that my journey is mine alone and I should. <coughs> let it just run its course instead of trying to control it but yeah that's why everyone needs therapy but we're not going to talk about that right now (laughs) also therapy should be free on public therapy should be free it should yeah that's why i'm running for president 2045 i vote for aya yeah (laughs) what are your policies be oh my policies um Oh my God! Let me cut. Okay, my policies would be home, um, housing for the homeless. Oh, like better shelters. By far, better shelters. The prison, okay. the prison systems need change, reform. Um, the prison food, food like non-GMO foods that. Our culture companies put to produce more and not have better quality. 
I'm gonna make better quality food because in the long term that's been better for all people. Um, taxation, I think the richer you are, the higher tax rate should be. That's that's my no the no no the poorer you are, the higher tax rate is to make up for the ability. So yeah. Okay, go, I have you guys <laughs> Make sure y'all vote for Io. <laughs> What's the age again? Make sure, it's okay. <laughs> Make sure you're registered to vote. I feel like that's a big part of being an adult. Oh yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah. No, I mean uh, to be a president. Oh, 35. 35. Okay, okay. So I okay, so it'll be a second. <laughs> <laughs> now you know when i was little i used to dream of actually running a country like i was on the law like i thought i was gonna end up on the law path like i wanted to be a, a lawyer and then become a judge and eventually go up to the senate and then become president like just i, I had a whole plan i don't know what happened but you know you never know you never know, you never know. i might just become president one day <laughs> I got a question for everyone, but mainly Priska and Io because I think it relates to you guys more. Um, and being an adult, like you make plans for yourself. Like obviously, we all went into college as one thing, but I know both you guys like change your majors and change your career path. How difficult was that decision for you guys, and like what was your thought process in doing so? Oh. I've seen my major three times now. I'm saying. <laughs> but, but when I did get a, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I applied to the School of Environmental, Environmental Science. And I was over the summer before my freshman year, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Then I switched to sports market, um, marketing. Then then I switched to, I was like, okay, this is way, this isn't what I want to do. So then I switched to ComSci. Then I the switch back to like sports marketing management, but I have like a minor in like sports analytics. I was like, okay, this is data science. I, I, this is what I want to do. So yeah, it's been a long journey. And at, randomly, all the classes have like the same criteria. So I'm not like missing any, um, what's it called? I'm not missing any prereqs because they all have the similar prereqs. So like I was lucky on that one. So yeah, it's it's fun, stressful, but it's gonna be great in the long term. Um <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's it's been a lot. It's been a lot, a lot. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't, it was a hard decision, but it wasn't only because I still sort of know, like I know what my long-term career goal is, um, is to go work for the WHO. Like that's, that's the long-term career goal. Um, but when I was younger, I always thought that 
that meant I needed to become a doctor and have like the experience of an actual physician before I could go tell people what, you know, what they should do as um, healthcare um, providers. But I, I I think I'm starting to understand that that's not necessarily true. Although I still do want that experience as a clinician. Uh, right now I'm in public health because I don't just want to be pre-med. Like I don't want to have just one focus in a healthcare system. I want to have a grasp on like the actual, the whole thing. So um, I don't know how to answer your question except for it was an easy decision but it was not an easy decision because I know where I want to go I'm just not necessarily sure how to get there if that makes sense hey school of public health you're in the school of public health right yeah hey gang hey we unite (laughs) yeah we're we're doing God's work hopefully Mm -hmm. one day yeah but even right now I think I'm still at an impasse like a part of me still want to pursue I I still want to do the prereqs for um med school and have like that as a I want to have it as a backup um just in case like I do decide that I want to get back on that track again um and I completed all my prereqs mostly I think so right now I'm just deciding, I'm like, okay, I really need to figure out like what I actually enjoy um, because I don't just want to do it for the money. Like I actually genuinely want to go into healthcare. I just don't know what to do in healthcare. So trying to figure that out. Thank you. I feel like y'all both made some really good points. Yeah. It's adulting. No, literally. No, but. If I could play so it's adult for me, I would, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me feels like we were very mature, like, to have made the decisions that we made. Because I don't, I think a lot of people just go to college just to do something. And it's like the fact that we're really taking the time to figure out, like, okay, is this, like, what I actually want to do? And, like, actually really thinking about it it's a good you know it's being an adult so at least we're on the right track yeah I feel like a huge part of adulting is like even if you have a plan for yourself like being flexible because I don't know I'm religious I'm like God has a plan for me and like even though I may not see like his end goal I feel like everything that I go through is like helping me get to where I want to be so like I don't know I never like ever wanted to change my major I didn't want to add a second major but I was like Ugh, that's too much work and I'm a very <laughs> lazy person <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay but like I don't know I like hearing about how other people like came to their decisions and like whether they found it difficult or not just in case I'm ever in a position where I do want to change like my major or like I mean, I don't want to change not being a doctor, but I'll change my specialty up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I changed, I I don't know, when it comes to like, I changed my major once, and while well, I'm in that major now, I changed from biology to biotechnology, because I learned that like, <laughs> I love biology, but I, I think I love the essence of learning how biology is advancing health in a sense, like, 
how the how the study of like technology also like i i love technology and i love the study of technology like i almost added because see y'all your girl was doing the most the semester class like i was like i was like oh can we actually add like a major i probably could add a major on and double major and drop my minors and stuff like that and like but then i realized that like i i like the minors that i do have and i was just like that i'm pursuing i should say and i was just like I don't know, but I love the aspect of technology and I love the aspect of learning how technology is helping the health field in a sense. And I was like, oh, you know, even though biotechnology sometimes is not always, you know, in a sense of like, how do you say this? Like in a sense of fully hospitalization and stuff like that. Sometimes it's outside of that, you know, either in pharmacy, stuff like that, but it's still in a health general aspect and it's still you know, learning about like how these developments are helping, you know, our health hopefully for the future. And like that, that helped me like change my specialization and what I wanted to focus in when the aspect of like medical school and, you know, residency and stuff like that. I was like, oh, you know, before I think it was just like, I wanted to be a dentist at first. (laughs) And then I changed to, um, I changed to like general surgery. And then I like finally, like I finally decided like well not you know what it could change again but as of right now it's like oncology and the study of you know becoming an oncologist and stuff like that so it's just like because you know I find diseases interesting but especially the aspect of cancer I don't know so like changing stuff is so hard though because when you realize how much you have to catch up (laughs) facts I was, um, well, I never considered changing my major, but it was, there's definitely been times this semester and also last year, I'm like, damn, do I really want to continue this? Because a lot of the coursework, the classes and stuff, it's not what you anticipate. And there's going to be classes or stuff you do that you're like, damn, this is so unnecessary. But getting through it means that you're open to a lot more opportunities that you will like. I think overall, just making that decision just comes down to finding something that you actually love or like you, you can really see yourself doing and enjoying. And then the classes, obviously, they're going to be hard, but it's like, it's going to be worth it in the long run. So I might as well just suffer through it um, and just do it. Because I think that's where I'm at right now. It's like, even though some of the classes might kick my ass, like, it will be worth it. And it's leading me somewhere that I'm going to love. So why not? Heavy on the Kim. Heavy on the Kim. <laughs> Please, bro. Every Kim class I've taken, I've just fought for my life. Oh, my God. Honestly. I feel like chemistry was the one class that just I, I've never had a hard class but chemistry 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 is top one it's number one it's the hardest class I've ever had and yeah. I hadn't even take orgo yet oh huh. the different orientations of it inorganic orgo oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it a book with you orgo is just as bad as everyone said it is Okay. Not lie. Not lie. Not lie on how bad it was. 
I'm taking Argo in a fall. Bro, are you kidding me? It's okay, Queen. You got it. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I feel like that's also that's also like what you were saying about like having to do stuff that you don't want to do, but it'll lead you down like a better path. I think that's a major part of adulting too. Like sometimes I watch my mom. She obviously doesn't want to get up and go to work, but she knows if she don't get up and go to work, <laughs> that money is not going to be there. So it's, like, so it's like, even now, like, I think it takes a certain amount of discipline to keep going and doing stuff that you know that you don't want to do, but it's going to benefit you in the long run, whether that be classes or whether it be like certain internships, like everyone has, the, especially like when it's like um, a hell week or when it's a point in the semester where like your midterms line up or you just have like a lot of projects, just like knowing like, okay, like when I get through this, I'll be able to breathe or like if I don't do this and I do get a bad grade, then like how will this impact my future and keep it in mind, like everything that we do now from this point on is going to directly impact our futures as adults. So like being conscious of those decisions and stuff like that, which sucks. I feel like as a kid, you can make a mistake and then like you'd have someone to like cover up for you or have someone to like help you through it. And like now it's just like, that's on you yeah honestly what's it yeah that's a big part of adulting learning that like you have to like no matter what happens every how is it how does it go like like everything you do has a ripple effect so like you have to you know either it's you didn't study for this okay that has a ripple effect towards your ending grade you know or it's you you know not like academic wise but like anything you know wise like if you didn't do this then like that has something to do later on with your life somehow, some way. Like, I don't, I don't know. Interesting. Life is just fascinating. <laughs> I, it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what you said about discipline, because I feel like I always thought motivation um, was like the important part in being successful or being in life but it's really not like you can start with motivation but it takes discipline to stay consistent and actually go through life but yeah um anyways I think we could close this out by talking about financials because I know you brought up girl you brought up a great point earlier um Kiari about just learning how to handle your finances like because that's a really big part of life you can't survive if you don't have money so learning how to use money how to spend money is like very important but yeah how how are y'all how y'all doing financially are, are y'all being responsible <laughs> I mean responsible well, no. to my best that's how I'll say I'll say <laughs> I mean there's some stuff I don't buy your shoes and like from online because I realize why am I paying shoes the, the same price as my rent? It doesn't make any sense. I would much rather have a roof over my head than oh damn, the new Air Force black, white, navy, navy sea turtle, white Christmas, um, 18th edition. You know? Can you keep on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm more to have a roof over my head than that, but I've been better with my money. I haven't bought something stupid 
in a while. Thankfully, since like June. So it's like I'm having, I, I did have withdrawal system, um, withdrawal, withdrawal for like a month after that. Thinking, oh, please, I need to, I need to, I need to, but it gets better over time. I'm getting my, into my African uncle era. Um, yeah, I unfortunately am not financially responsible, nor am I financially literate enough. Um, I also have a problem, like if I'm sad, I'm going to reward myself. If I do something good, I'm going to reward myself. Yes. If I have a bad day, I'm going to get food. If I pass the test, I'm going to get food. Like there's, there's not much I can convince myself that I won't buy, especially in a moment where I'm emotional, good or bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's my biggest problem right now. Another, uh, as I said in the other podcast, um, I always feel like money is just going to come back. I also don't believe in online banking. I think money is fake in that sense because how are you going to tell me I have negative? <laughs> <laughs> also, how are you going to tell me how much I have in my account unless you can show me it physically? I think I have infinite amount. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of where I am. And it's like a really bad mindset. But that's my one of my big goals for 2023 is like becoming financially literate, like reading books, attending um, different webinars, because I feel like that's also a problem that plagues the black community. And yeah, I want to break a lot of generational barriers and curses, and that might be the biggest one. Uh, yeah, I I'm right there with you because. Every time I fail a test, like, okay, you know, we're going to move on, but I'm going to buy something just to uplift myself. Um, but yeah, I literally everything you just said, I relate. Like, but we're, we're going to get it together. It's on my vision board as well to become more financially literate um, this year and just learn how to handle my money, save money specifically, and just not just do whatever just because the money's there and when the money is not there don't use it like get more money before you Facts, bro. I'm delusional when it comes to money like I can have no money in my bank I'm like I'm gonna make it work you know I'm gonna make it work but the yeah no. money glitch you know <laughs> the method oh my god yeah it's it's a real problem but yeah no we're definitely gonna get there yeah honestly when it comes to money I don't know I think it's just like I'm I'm not the one to I'm honestly I'm not the one to talk about money (laughs) I'm also not (laughs) like I'm okay at it but like I'm not where I could be you know what I'm saying like I'm that type of person who I think it's because of like because the way I see my mom spend money mostly, because my mom and dad spend money two different ways, you know? So, like, seeing those two different sides, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta, I can't be like one and then be like the, you know? So, I gotta, so it's just been, like, the aspect of, like, if money is not coming in, that bank account is not being touched. And I have, and I think that mindset was set for freshman year because first semester freshman year, the way that money was going out of my bank account like so fast, I was like, wait a minute, chaka la, this is not how it's supposed to be. So oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Every time like there is, you know, when that cafeteria food is not hidden, we're like, okay, let's yeah. let's do that. Oh no, let's I just starve. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you starve? No, baby. One thing nah, about it, I eat. So I eat one meal a day, day. and if my one meal just happens to come through DoorDash, it just came through the door. I don't know what else to say. Exactly. I, my biggest thing is like. I also don't check how much you get my bank account. I don't need that that type of negativity in my life. Like, I, know. <laughs> I don't. I don't keep track of how much money I have. That's another big problem. Really and I feel like I have my parents. If I if I feel like I'm down on money, I'm just like, oh, dad, I'm having a rough semester. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so bad. I. I think last year, my parents were banks, my personal banks, and that was not the case. Um, This semester, I was working from like nice because I had low classes and I was working from like 10 p.m. to like 5 or 6 a.m. Then wake up and have like 11 p.m. class. Because I'm like, where do I find time to work and stuff? Because when my class, my entire day is full of classes and working from like 10 p.m. to like 6 a.m., so I only had like an hour, like four, four or five hours to sleep. It was tough, man. That's why one of my policies with our president, money's gone. Everyone sells. Money's gone. Money's gone. Everyone just gives everything else for free, you know? Number one yes, policy. Please don't starve yourself. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Please do not starve yourself. <laughs> I, yeah, starving yourself is not the solution because no, it could be five dollars left in that account. If I, I was, was just joking, I'm gonna spend it. I might as well spend it on food, you know, to stay alive rather than starve myself and die. And then the five dollars goes to waste. Thank you. Thank you. Also, it makes I more perfect like, sense I need, I in my delusional food. world. <laughs> I need to that's my other thing I feel like if I just learned how to cook and meal prep properly then I wouldn't be in the situation I am however if I eat chicken and rice on day one chicken and rice on day two I'm not eating chicken and rice again on day three (laughs) and that's my problem but you know what eventually I will be mature enough to eat chicken and rice for a week I mean, no. yeah, I feel like that's what I did this semester was a lot of just like, because I was like, okay, I'm not paying for that meal plan because I you was ripping me off so already. So I was like, I'm not paying for a meal plan. So I was just like, okay, I'm a cook. And like, because I think my parents put me in the habits of like, okay, if this is what we have at home, this is what you're about to eat. So like, so like if I made rice and soup, that's what I'm about to eat for those two next week, like no debate. So I think it's very much being being resistant on yourself sometimes, but don't, you know, if you don't want to, don't force yourself to, because there's been weeks I've been like, I'm not having this to, again, I'm going to order something, or I'm going to pick up something, like, for sure. So, like, but, yeah, at the end of the day, just eat something. <laughs> yeah, I, I just started meal planning when I started working out this year. So it's like, I, well, my problem is, I would I would make the food like I don't have a problem eating it I'll eat it like three days in a row if I have to but the minute I get sick of it I'm not eating that food for the rest of my life 
I'll put up with for it <laughs> for the rest of my life. Like, I'm not going. Like, I will be so tired of it. That's where my issue comes from. So I just need to find a way to remix re- recipes. And I don't know. But we're getting, we're getting better at it. Either it's adding a different protein or something like yeah. that. You know, it's step by step, step by step. So yeah. just eat. Uh, at the end of the day, please it doesn't it helps that we're cooking our own foods because the way my DoorDash orders have decreased exponentially this year, you know, it was a real exponential decay. Um, but yeah, it it helps. But yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything and becoming learning to become an adult you know it's not yeah. easy but we're making it you know we're we're getting through it yeah once again thank you so much for having us for this amazing discussion Prisca you've been thank an you, amazing Prisca. host thank you Prisca I love you guys so much I love you too Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys had fun listening to us. And uh, make sure to check out my other episodes. And hopefully I will be having more friend series um, coming up soon where I just talk about real life stuff with my friends. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you come back for another episode and I will see you guys later. Take care.